You're listening to the Military Millionaire Podcast, a show about real estate investing for the working class. Stay tuned as we explore ways to help you improve your finances, build wealth through real estate, and become a person that is worth knowing. Morning, guys. It's Dave here with uh, from Military to Millionaire. I am here with Stuart Grazier. He is an active duty Navy officer who has also been on uh, Bigger Pockets, the Money Show. Um, so he is like myself, uh, still active duty, and has figured out some uh, a lot of different ways actually to invest in in real estate, and mutual funds, and just done very well financially. Um, and so I, I re- we reached out on uh, LinkedIn and decided we'd you know be really cool to have him on to talk to you guys and share how he did things right in a lot of ways, uh, as opposed to how I did things wrong in a lot of ways. So, uh, Stuart, saw you. Let's hear, let's hear your story. Hey, thanks, man. David, this is awesome. Uh, appreciate you having me on and it's great to connect. Um, I love just, you know, talking and connecting with other military folks that are, that are, uh, you know, in, in the investing in the real estate game. And, um, and you know, we, we all start somewhere and, Dude, I haven't done it all right. I promise you. There, there, there's been uh, plenty of mistakes along my way, um, but uh, uh, maybe it's just uh, dumb luck or, or uh, just keep on pushing until you end up making it. So uh, that that might be a part of the story as well. <laughs> but uh, anyways, man, I, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So I guess just a little bit of back background about me. Um, kind of like you said, I'm still active duty. Um, I've been in for uh, about 16 and a half years now. And, um, I, uh, I've kind of been doing real estate, dabbling in different niches of real estate for about 10 to 11 years. Um, I have made quite a few mistakes along the way, lost some money along the way, but, uh, have, uh, been successful, um, in, in quite a few ways as well. Um, and, uh, you know, I've owned rental properties, I've, um, done private lending, done flipping, um, done mortgage notes, uh, lease options, um, wholesaling. <laughs> I've tried it all. I think the only thing I haven't tried yet is, is I haven't really got into the commercial space, um, syndication space, but, uh, I think I'd like to down the road. Um, that's, uh, it's a little scary to me, but I think, uh, down the road uh, we'll get there. So, um, yeah, so I started, uh, a website about two years ago called, uh, military investor network. And, um, that was, uh, kind of based off of, um, me and another guy, we had, were stationed together in, in Naples, Italy. And we kind of found out that we both, uh, liked real estate, invested in real estate. And we were like, Hey, let's just get together on a weekend. You know, you know, we'll grab some coffee and some donuts and talk real estate. And that led to inviting a couple more. And then we're like, Hey, let's, let's do a, a monthly event. And that led to, you know, five people at first, then 10 people, then 20 and got to be a, a pretty, a pretty good event. Um, and then that also led to, Hey, let's, let's turn this online and let's see who, how many other people are doing it. Um, let's, you know, let's get some more discussions going. And, and so, uh, my wife and I, uh, helped created the website and, um, it's, uh, kind of grown for a couple of years now. And, um, you know, it's free for all military, free for veterans, spouses. Um, and, uh, it's just a place to connect, teach each other offer investment opportunities. Um, and, uh, you know, the goal is really just to, to teach active duty about, um, real estate investing. 
Yeah, that's super cool. So on the syndication thing, I totally agree. I think that's like one of those like, okay, once you're finally done with real estate and want to be like done, done, if you have a friend you trust, like here, take my investment and let me not do anything but receive the dividend. Um, but it's scary. Even though I know some people, I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like I got a buddy out here who's syndicated like 14 or 1500 units and he's like my age. And I'm like, that's killer, dude. Someday I'll, uh, when you get to like 3000, I'll, I'll give you some money. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. He's got hundreds of units more than I do or thousands of units more than I do. And it's still it's iffy. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, so I, uh, I have, I have been the impact. I have been the passive investor on a few syndications. Um, and, but you know, I, I've, I'm investing with people that I, that I truly trust and, and that I know, um, really well. And I know that have been successful. Um, honestly, it's more scary for me to, to take on other people's money, um, and, and do those big investments and knowing that it's a, I owe a lot of money back to people. Um, however, we have started to do that on kind of a smaller scale. Um, we just started a business about six months ago, uh, doing turnkey investments. If you will, I don't really like the term of turnkey investments, but, uh, the idea behind it was. Um, really offering more investment opportunities to to like-minded folks like us, you know, military guys who want to get their foot in the door, who want to buy, you know, a single family rental property um, to get, you know, their feet wet into the investing space. And, um, you know, so we offer that to, uh, to military guys and not just military, it could be veterans or really anybody who just wants to get into the investing space. Um, so we're, we're buying, uh, rehabbing, putting renters and property management in place, and then selling, you know, fully rehabbed, fully um, rented uh, rental properties uh, to, to, to people that are, that are wanting to buy them. Well, we are, we are taking money uh, from investors, you know, so we're, we're borrowing money, um, but you know, maybe like $50,000 instead of like 5 million, you know? So um, yeah. So kind of a, a lot different there as far as, you know, getting into the syndication space. Yeah, more affordable market. So kind of doing like a burst strategy and then instead of refinancing, you're helping out other guys get their feet wet in a turnkey. So is that through the Military Investor Network or do you have a separate website for that one? So um, it is not through Military Investor Network. Uh, we, we do offer uh, the properties on the website, um, but the, the company itself is called Storehouse 310 Ventures. And it is, uh, we're, we're still so new at it that we haven't even had the chance to make a website yet. Uh, yeah. We actually don't even have a logo yet, but <laughs> I guess that's a good thing because our business has grown fully off of, you know, referrals and uh, word of mouth. Um, yeah, awesome. Every single one of our buyers um, has, has come through referrals and word of mouth or just people that we already knew within our network. Um, and same with on the lending side, you know, we're, we're borrowing money. It's, we're borrowing money from people that we know and that we trust and they trust us, you know, with, with the money. So, um, we, we'll get there. We'll, we'll probably <laughs> make a website and, uh, my wife has been work, working on a logo for a while, but, um, yeah, we haven't really needed to so far. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it all with that much, you know, that low of an overhead, why, why justify spending the additional expenses when it's working? Um, and then you have yeah. proof source for when you do, you know, scale, it's, it's easy to say like, Hey, we've got these 15 happy customers, um, rather than jumping the gun and, you know, posting the ad on Facebook that says like the billionaire real estate mogul coach guy who, 
you know, anyway, um, the guru, that dreaded word. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's super cool. So, and then, uh, listening to your podcast. So I know you, uh, it sounds like you did some similar things, uh, like I did way early on as far as, uh, vehicles and toys. Um, and then you, at financial peace university, right. And you went through the Dave Ramsey and then kind of came through. Uh, so I, I think I actually, you, you kind of coach that now, right? I do. Yeah. And, um, you know, there, there are some things that I don't completely hundred percent agree with as far as, um, you know, what Dave Ramsey uh, talks about and more so just on like, uh, using leverage and using good debt, um, for, for real estate investing. Um, but you know, if you, if you're kind of talking to, you know, a, a young, you know, E1, E2, um, I think it's super powerful to just really understand, um, you know, finance in general and creating a budget and knowing where your money's going, um, have an idea and put your money to work instead of just, you know, frivolously just spending whatever you want on, on beer and on super expensive cars. And, you know, if, if you can get an 18, 19 year old envelopes. Of yeah. Trying yeah there you go. So that's yeah, my, man. I mean, my new budget. Nice. I, you know, I just think it's super powerful to, to teach, you know, an 18, 19 year old about how to handle their money. Um, cause it's not really taught anywhere. Yeah. So I have like my whole website's about, you know, like the military service member, working class, like real estate investing. But as I've like progressed with that, it's become more about like finance and real estate investing. Cause I'm learning as I'm talking to people as more and more people are reaching out and we're starting to have these discussions, like having the money to invest is always the biggest question. And, you know, you start talking about seller financing and there's all these ways. I mean, I've, I've, somehow managed to never pay more than 6% down on a house or property. And that's including two commercial uh, units. So I've managed to finagle my way into some awesome uh, amounts of leverage. That being said, these people, you know, that's a great concept. If you have money set aside to, you know, cover the negative. Um, I just got an email saying that one of my tenants is not going to be one of my tenants. And that's a, a fairly large lease that I, you know, commercial lease that I just lost. And I'm like, well, that's going to hurt. Um, but you know, we can survive that. So, uh, getting the finances in order. And I realized that that's not something anyone's ever really taught. I mean, we talk about like at entry level recruit training, they say like, you know, Hey, get a TSP. Um, that's it. It's like, I remember, I mean, my money sat in the G fund for like six years before someone told me you're an idiot. Um, and I never increased my allotment by like, I think it was like 5% normal. And here I am, you know, I've been deployed and I could have maxed it out for, if I'd maxed it out for the first four years and had it all in the C fund or the life cycle fund, like I could have, I could stop contributing now and I would have enough in there to retire and I could put all of that into investments instead I'm trying to play catch up because I thought I was doing good with my budget and I wasn't terrible, but I definitely wasn't what I should be. Um, way too many tattoos. And I think actually just <laughs> survey the other day, I think booze was the number one regret that service members have in their first like four terms. Uh, and I definitely fell prey to that living in Japan. Um, I don't know oh, where yeah. my money went and I'm sure that's it. Uh, <laughs> so that supplements Absolutely. in a Harley that I totaled. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think I, I agree like uh, financial peace university. That's, that's super cool because it, it, it's a great platform to like get you out of debt and set yourself up. And then I think I'm on the same page as far as leverage. Uh, I don't have yeah. to buy a house in cash. So. 
So yeah, no, I mean, I, um, you know, we talked about it a lot on the Bigger Pockets Money podcast, and M- Mindy uh, Jensen brought up kind of a good point. Is she's like, Dave Ramsey is a great uh, tool to get from a negative net worth to a zero net worth, and then getting from a zero net worth to like you know a really high net worth. That's kind of a different strategy, and that's where you know teaching that 18, 19 year old about just, just, just kind of straight up budgeting, knowing where your money's going and, and, you know, getting out of that negative net worth. Um, it's a super solid starting point. And then once you get past that, that, um, that zero net worth, you know, trying to get into increasing your wealth, I think you need to start looking at more like the Robert Kiyosaki type of, of thinking. Um, and that's where like, you know, that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, as, as cliche as it is, um, just, just the mindset there is so powerful. Um, and, you know, teaching guys at, at such a younger age, um, that mindset is, is huge. Yeah, I always like hold that book up because everybody and their mother has said that's the book. But I realized that it's gotten to the point where that book's never in my house because the moment it's in my hand, I'm like, here you go. Read yeah. this, read this, read this. Um, Absolutely. It, it, it's a mindset thing and i think that's i think that's what dave ramsey gets right is the fact that like you know because i disagree on some of how you pay back debt but that's because i'm a very uh numbers oriented emotionless jerk of a marine um i say emotionless that's obviously not true but but i'm pretty good at saying like no this is what's going to happen but for you know that's like in return in terms of like the high interest uh pay down first vice like the smallest debt but but the reality is that most people need those wins. And so he does a good job of understanding how people work. Um, and I think that's what he got right. And that's why he's so successful at helping people. So yeah, man, agree. Emotions play a big agree. part. All right. So uh, if an E1, E2 or somebody walked up to you and asked you for your advice, and you only had a few minutes, right? What would you tell them about finance? We might've covered that already in the, yeah, I mean, we've kind of been talking about it. I mean, d- don't spend your money on dumb stuff, you know? Like, if, I mean, it, it, you know, if it's, if it's a quick, you know, uh, quick point, you know, create a budget, know where your money is going, and, um, you know, put your money to work. And, you know, I, I would tell them to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad um, to kind of start getting that mindset. Um, and then, you know, once they're finished there, I would probably tell them to read uh, that book set for life um, from, from Scott Trench. Another, it's a bigger pockets book. Um, but actually just the idea of, again, like decreasing your, your expenses, you know, minimizing your, your, your big three living expenses um, to be able to, to start saving money and have that money um, to start investing. Um, you know, I think that's just super solid advice. Yeah, set for, set for life is actually also lent out right now. Um, there, those are probably the first two books that I will hand anybody. Um, I say that I just ordered Brandon and Josh's new uh, like start here real estate book. Um, okay, because I realized that those are both great mindset books, but as far as like helping someone with real estate, you know, they're they're more finance oriented. Uh, set for life talks real estate some, so hopefully that book is as good a guide as they say, and I can start handing that one out too, is like, oh, your yeah. finances are in order. Here, read this. Um, but we shall we shall see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, getting your finances in order. And the funny thing is, and, and you being military, you understand this, and it, um, like there's 
really, I can't think of a better place to start financially as far as coming out of high school. And people get so wrapped around, there's this, we don't make enough money mindset in the military. Uh, and, and it's totally self-inflicted because the reality is like my first four years, I bought like a truck that currently sits at my in-laws, like three cars that are gone, a, a race car that I finally just sold, a Harley I totaled, a gun I can't take to any of my duty stations, um, <laughs> you know, a bunch of other guns, a bunch of tattoos that don't bring me any money because I'm not a model. And it's like all these things that I blew all this money on. And if I had if I'd been smart enough to like max my TSP and put even 5% away in savings for that first four year, uh, and then put all my money away when I was deployed, I mean, I would, I don't know. It's, it's scary to think how much money I would have been able to leave after four years with, um, you're not going to find a job with full benefits and paid vacation. And I mean, that's yeah. my two cents. So don't, don't spend money on dumb stuff. There you go. Expenses, expenses, expenses. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, so I asked this one and I know that it is, so let me preface because almost everyone says, I don't think it's the job of the military. Yeah, so I understand this is, this, this is not the military's job. However, they do a very good job of teaching us like everything else about life. And I found that the financial advice is, is although good, uh, and I'm a command financial specialist now, but you know, it, it comes too, too little too late, I think. It's great information, but it's not as early on as it should be. So what do you think or wish the military had taught you about finances or investing at an earlier age, if there's any? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think uh, kind of go, going back to the, the Robert Kiyosaki deal, if, if you look at um, that, the, the cash flow quadrant, if you will, you know, the um, you have the, the four, the four different workers, you know, you have the, um, the, uh, the employee, the self-employed, the business owner, and then the investor. And if, if I'd have really kind of grasped those concepts a lot earlier on in, in, in my, my career, um, of the idea of, you know, moving out of that left-hand side of the quadrant from, from an employee or self or self-employee and trying to move over to the business owner and investor really, you know, we want to be in that bottom fourth uh, quadrant of, of an investor and, and the, the idea of passive income and how you can have passive income and be an investor or a business owner all while still being active duty military. If I had kind of just grasped that concept a little, a lot earlier on in my military career, I think I would be um, at a way different level than I am now. Um, you know, just, just the, that power of the passive income and, and using your money to create more money. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nuts to think. I mean, and then you got tax, tax benefits and, and we as a, the military are already in incredibly low tax brackets for what we bring in. Um, that's another point people don't seem to understand is that, only like this much of your income is actually taxed. But then if you factor in yeah. like real estate and things and you make it even smaller, um, I mean, you're not going to get into a lower tax bracket, I don't think, than being military unless you're, I mean, unless you're someone who's got like a CPA working hand in hand to really plan out your taxes, uh, you can do pretty well. Passive income's huge. And yeah, even, even small amounts. I mean, if you think about, you know, that the TSP, I was earning one or 2% for like seven years. Had I put that in an account that earned 10%, it would have doubled in that time. Instead, it went up like 50 right. bucks. So, um, right. And that's would have been doing literally nothing other than one time going on a website and clicking 
change the allocation. <laughs> like, yeah. Great. I'd have twice yeah. as much cash right now in my retirement account. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I mean, I think it's incredibly powerful that, that, you know, you can have a steady paycheck the first and the 15th of every month. And if you're smart about it, you can still, you know, get into that business owner and investor, uh, you know, side of the quadrant all while still being an employee through the military and having all the benefits of active duty. So you kind of get the, the best of like all worlds. You know what I mean? Wait, uh, you can do things outside of the military on your free time? Like run up crazy, crazy. right? I, oh yeah. <laughs> I think we are to, to some people, I would definitely say crazy is the right word to uh, describe those nut jobs of us who, think waking up at four in the morning to work on side things is normal. Um, in fact, even in the Marine Corps, all my friends think I'm psychotic uh, and they make fun of me when I'm not up at midnight when they're texting about stuff and I'm, then I'm up at four. Like, why are you guys still in bit <laughs> bums? Um, right. So, yeah, but it definitely can be done. Um, and I think that's, I mean, proof source that you're, you've got a business going on the side right now as a, you know, 16 year veteran uh, commission officer in the Navy um, and that's awesome. So, yeah, man. Yeah. So, and you've mentioned a million different things, but I like to ask this question. So what makes the Stuart Gra Is it, am I saying it right? Grazier? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Cool. So then what, what makes the Stuart Grazier method of investing in real estate or whatever successful and unique or unique? Yeah. You know, I don't know if unique, um, there's anything really unique about what I'm doing. I mean, uh, honestly, like it's, it's a copy and paste, right? I mean, and that's, that's another beautiful thing about it is you find techniques, um, from people that have done it, who you want to emulate and, and then you just, you just follow their path. Um, now, you know, I've, I've absolutely made some mistakes and I've actually, you know, I've, I've, I've jumped in head first on some things where I probably should have kind of taken a step back and thought about it more. Um, but I think at least I took some action, um, which, uh, is a lot uh, more than, than quite a few people um, will ever do. Uh, I think uh, as far as success goes, um, you know, two things. I think one is, is really just, just being absolutely passionate about it. And, you know, there's been some obstacles along the way, but uh, have, have never given up. You know, I've, you know, I've failed and I've learned from those failures and I picked myself back up and kept on going. Um, so I think that's one, one part of it that you just, you just have to continue pushing through when, when stuff, you know, gets challenging and gets in the way. Um, I think the other one is, is really just, um, having that network and that, that, uh, you know, tribe, if you will, of people to one invest with, you know, invest in, um, and then, um, you know, include, include that tribe in your investing. I've found that, you know, over the last 10, 11 years, anything where I invested kind of outside of my network or just kind of randomly decided to, to jump into, it hasn't worked out um, the way I wanted it to. Um, and, you know, now looking at um, th the businesses I've created recently, it's with people that, that I've had in my network for a long time, people that I love and trust, you know, my, um, our turnkey business in Wisconsin, it's me and my absolute best friend, um, my college roommate for four years, um, you know, we're like brothers and we talk every single day and it is fun. And it, you know, like it is successful because 
of the network that we've created and the, and the, and the team that we've, we've built. Um, so I think that's, it's a huge part of success. Yeah, that's super cool. Uh, and I, I would agree on, on most of that. I mean, taking action, networking, uh, when people ask me, I always say like, you know, learn network and then go do it. Like it's all, it's all that yeah. all of us who have made it work. Uh, I don't know why I keep doing the quotes in the screen. I'm going to, <laughs> so I'm going to tell myself that I'm going to edit that out and then it's going to make it on YouTube and we're gonna <laughs> that paper, not editing it out, but okay, just, be, um, just being real, dude, just being yeah. real. So yeah, I, the modeling successful people in businesses, um, and that's something that has not been said to my knowledge yet on my, I should probably like memorize all my chats so that I remember if it's been said, but I don't think that's been said. Um, that's huge because that's the reality is like, and that's why we say read a book, right? Somebody has done something. It may not be like the same thing, right? There's always that one trendsetter, but somebody's done something, right? And it's very similar to whatever you want to do. And if you follow their model, and especially in a, a business like real estate where you're not competing with other people, you know, you're just, you're in competition with yourself, trying to be as successful as you can be. Uh, and the cool thing is that all these guys that we look up to, you know, I mean, you think of, I mean, I don't want to push the bigger pockets thing too much, but I'm a huge fan. Um, they, every single one of them, if you get one-on-one -on -one with them or email or whatever, they're all willing to help you in any way. They're like the coolest group of people in the world as far as like, Hey, I saw you did X. How did you do that? Oh, here you go. Oh, this is more information than I know what to do with it. And people get overwhelmed there and then they don't go do it. But, uh, asking the questions and being networking and being around people that have done stuff like that. All you got to do is, you know, be, be a, be a decent enough person that people are willing to help you uh, and then ask the right questions. It's amazing what'll happen. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not hard. It's not rocket science. You know, it's, um, you know, it's you find find a mentor, uh, find someone who's been doing it and, and, uh, and just, you know, do what they're doing. I mean, the running joke as a Marine is that I spend more time trying to not eat the crayons than actually designing things. So if I can figure it out, someone else can probably do it. There you um, go. Have you read the obstacles away? I haven't. Oh, you should, since you mentioned the, in your thing about obstacles, uh, he wrote Ryan holiday. I believe he wrote ego is the enemy as well. Um, okay. he, I mean, it's a stoicism type book, but it's pretty cool. Uh, as far as like the mindset of how to go around obstacles rather than letting them stop you or whatever. Pretty solid book. So, okay, I'll check it out. Um, on that note, I guess uh, we've already mentioned several books, but uh, so I normally ask what is the one resource, you know, book course, whatever that you would recommend. Um, so I say that, can we avoid the, <laughs> the three that we've already talked yeah. about? You got any yeah. other solid recommendations? So I, it, this is going to be a little bit of a plug, um, not for me, but for, uh, from people in my network, from, from friends of mine, they actually just came out with a book. Um, I'm going to put it up right here. It's called military house hacking. I've been meaning to hunt that down. And, uh, it's from a, from, uh, some Marines and some Navy guys. Um, they, they have a company called active duty, passive income. So it's active duty, passive income.com. And, uh, you know, they're friends of mine. Um, and, uh, they have a great platform to, uh, to teach people about, uh, you know, just starting doing real estate investing and they just published this book. I think it's out for like a week now. Um, and I ordered it and 
you know, it's such a, such a solid, strong strategy um, to do the military house hacking, you know, using your VA loan benefit, buying a house. And if you're single, you should be renting out every single other room in that house. Or if you have a family with kids, maybe get a duplex or a triplex and rent out the other units. So you're not, you know, you're at least sharing walls, not sharing space, but um, super solid strategy. It's a short book. I, I highly recommend uh, getting, I think it's like three bucks on Amazon. So yeah. I meant to order that the other day and check it out. Uh, and I, and since we mentioned the house hack, I know your first house was a house hack with renters in a very expensive area. My first house was a duplex that I, I didn't use a VA loan because my knucklehead of a lender didn't talk me out of it and didn't understand it. And I kick myself every day cause I'm paying principal, you know, PMI, uh, mortgage insurance for those of you who don't know. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. I am like itching to leave Hawaii, uh, not because I want to leave Hawaii. It's amazing, but because I can afford a VA, you know, fourplex or whatever, basically anywhere else I get stationed. But yeah, you're, I mean, I was at a triplex yesterday, an open house, uh, trying to help a buddy out as a agent and, um, yeah, like $1.59 million home. And it's like triplex that, I mean, honestly, it was a killer price point for the building. But, you know, even then it's like, well, if I bought this in cash, I might make like $500 a month in cash flow. And then I'm like, <laughs> if I bought a $1.5 million apartment complex in Missouri, I'd make like $10,000 cash flow. Right. So, eh, you know. right. Yeah. There, there are definitely some markets where it's probably uh, still not uh, viable um, to do. But, uh, you know, it, it depends. Again, though, it depends on, on your situation. You know, if you're a... Uh, if you're like a national guard guy or a reservist and, and you know, you're never leaving, you know, if you're always going to be at, you know, this unit in the military and um, you know, you know, example here, Denver, Colorado, where I am similar, not, not Hawaii, but you know, a duplex or a triplex is going to cost you 800,000 to a million dollars. And um, but if you're never leaving and you're going to pay for a house anyways, and rent is probably going to be just as much as, a mortgage on that. Why not? You know, why not buy a duplex and, you know, have a renter paying some of your mortgage um, if you're never leaving. So um, just, yeah, that's, oh. it's a super solid concept. Yeah. The, the numbers, it's all about the numbers. In fact, there's a guy, I don't know if I'll ever get him on here because he said he's not much for the, the camera. Um, but there's a guy out here who we call it the monster house. Um, and he uses VA loan. He bought a, it's like, two buildings and it's basically a hotel like he has his it, va loan it's like this weird somehow he got it's a home with now six airbnb units built into the second building um and it's all automated like he's got someone who cleans it he's got like key locks you can log in online and like everything this guy's just absolutely just blowing everyone out of the water as far as how much he's bringing in an income on this thing i don't know how he ever got it approved by a va loan um, <laughs> but he did and he's got this thing and he's like, yeah, we're just going to retire out here now because this makes enough money for us to do that. And I'm like, holy crap. And that's, you know, yeah. in, in Hawaii where the houses are probably some of the most expensive in the country. So totally doable. Um, it's just a, 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 that rich dad, poor dad question, right? The not, can't, I can't do it, but how, how can I do it? Um, then that's, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. Good deal. Um, so yeah, I'll check that book out. Uh, I guess before we, before we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to add parting advice, big ideas? Um, uh, you know, I think, um, I, 
probably said everything that I wanted to say. You know, I think uh, the biggest thing is just like you talked about, just um, educating yourself um, and then getting out there and taking action. You know, if it's just, if it's just buying one house um, and doing the house hacking thing, that, that is way more than, than so many people will ever do or just creating a budget, figuring out where your money's going, start saving to put for a down payment for a single family rental property. Um, it's way more than most Americans will ever do. And there's so many benefits that, that we have in the military. And I think if you don't take advantage of it, uh, it's, you're not, you're not do, giving yourself the justice that you deserve. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Stuart, uh, so normally I ask, you know, where can people get a hold of you? Um, but I'm going to go ahead and plug the military net investor network for you. Um, and then I'm going to let you, uh, wherever else you'd like them to find you, but definitely go check out the military investor network guys. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, just there's there. We have, you know, we have our Facebook page. We have uh, the Instagram page. Um, you can email me, uh, Stuart at militaryinvestornetwork.com. That's S-T-U-A-R-T. Um, and I try to reply as much as I can to anyone who ever has any questions. I love helping people, love talking real estate. And so if I can fit in, uh, I, would, I definitely will. So I appreciate you. Awesome. Well, Stuart, thank you again for uh, taking some time out of your day to come chat. It's been swell. I uh, look forward with to uh, staying in touch. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me. Definitely.